I'm going to preach from a message this morning that, uh, or from a scripture, I should say, that probably most of you have heard plenty of times. And it's uh, Matthew 6, verse 9 to 12. And the title of my message, just take it back there, Aaron, is Deliver Us from Evil. And that's you know, something that's found in this scripture. Jesus said it. So the background of this, this particular scripture is Jesus was ta- talking and teaching to his disciples. And uh, one of the things that they came up with is they said, teach us how to pray. That's a pretty good question. I'm glad they asked because it's something that can help us today to give us some framework, some guidelines of how to pray, how to talk to God. Um, and Jesus said this, he goes, this is how you should do it. He says, after this manner, I'm using the King James Version of the Bible, and it's up there on the screens, you can read it for yourselves. But he said, after this manner, therefore, pray ye. Saying, this is how to pray, boys, in, in, in normal English. And normally I don't use the King James, but for this one I wanted to. He says, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Who's, who knows this? Who's memorized this? It says, uh, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts. The way I learned it was forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us or forgive us our debtors, as it says there. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. It only says one forever there, but I added the extra one because that's how I learned it. And... Uh, so some of you may have um, memorized this um, as many people have and, and I had the privilege of memorizing this in English and in Italian but I can't do the Italian version anymore, sorry. Uh, but if I practiced, I'd probably do it one day for you. <coughs> but I want us to take up one grab of that scripture today uh, and before we, we do, I want us to take a look at another scripture. So we're just going to take that one grab out of that scripture, which is deliver us from evil. Psalm 116, verse 7 and 9, verses 7 to 9, says, let my soul be at rest again. Because you know what, something, there's something, our soul, we are, we are made up of different parts, but it's very easy to have the, the issues of life upset our soul. So here the psalmist is saying, let my soul be at rest again. For the Lord has been good to me. He has saved me from death my eyes from tears, my, fr- my feet from stumbling. And so I walk in the Lord's presence as I live here on earth. So how do we marry these two together? I think there's something in this that we can tonight. He says, the Lord has been good to me. That's our launch pad for my message tonight. Maybe tell yourself or tell someone near you, the Lord has been good to me. Some of the things that, that, that in this psalm, it says, He saved me from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from stumbling. And it ends with, so I walk in the Lord's presence as I live here on earth. And that should be something that we should desire to work out, is how do I walk this walk on earth with the Lord? And hopefully tonight we can get somewhere with that. So Matthew 6, verse 13, we read, but deliver us from evil. See, there is evil in the world, but God doesn't deliver it. There's a little little point there. Jot that down if you're taking notes. There is evil in this world, but God doesn't deliver it. 
There is a devil who delivers evil and he has a delivery for you every day. And there he is, we've blanked out his face. (laughs) The point is, Jesus doesn't want you to take that delivery. Jesus wants to deliver it back to where it came from. Uh, Am I going too deep or too fast? See, when Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray, he said, pray, Yeah, it does all the other stuff, and that little bit that says, he says, pray, deliver us from evil. He was meaning, send the evil deliveries back. So the devil comes along with his, with his big parcel, his big delivery that he wants to bring to your house, he wants to bring to your life, and, he, and he's saying, here's your delivery. We're going to look at this a bit later, but maybe I'll just throw in this point, is isn't it a little bit weird to get deliveries that you never ordered? Just think about that one. You think, where, where did this come from? When, I don't remember this. So a few points tonight in sending the delivery back. And it's going to be really quick. Who loves quick messages? I do because I can't make up long ones. Jimmy. <clears throat> Number one. And you, you really need to apply some of these things. And I hope that some of this stuff really gets to uh, sink into people tonight so that it can change your life and change your future for the better. So number one, be more ready to thank God for good things than complain about bad things. Wow. Better say that again. Read it on the screen with me. Be more ready to thank God for good things than complain about bad things. See, help me out here. See, it can become a habit to be so comfortable with blessings uh, that when things are good, to not even think to thank God for the good. Because life can be so good, so well, so comfortable, so great that we become so comfortable with the blessings that we have every day that we don't say thank you to God. There's a scripture here, 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. See, the good times, the good stuff. You might be thinking, well, I've had a bit of bad stuff dished out to me, and we all have. But at the same time, if we could actually measure the good versus the bad, it doesn't matter how bad things have got, I, I guarantee you, there's, been, there's probably been a lot more good, but we can only see the bad. Because we're conditioned like that sometimes. Some people are ninjas at, at mastering the, the oh, mastering the grizzle. But the good times, the good stuff, like safety, like comfort, like comfort, like employment, like health, like great relationships. Here's one that I want you to get ready. Put your mitts up. Thank God for your church. Thank God for your church. I won't go to the next stage. But you know that, but I'll just, I'll just give you some clues here. There's a lot of people don't even have pastors. A lot of people don't have somewhere to worship. Some people don't have anywhere to go to hear the word of God. 
And so we've got to start saying, God, I thank you I live in Port Lincoln. There's lots of churches I've got opportunity to go to if I choose to. But I'll tell you something, when you really want to have the best opportunity, the best chance, you just got to find somewhere and say, I'm going to put my roots down. I'm going to serve God here in this place. If you can do that, I'll tell you what, you, you, you take yourself into a place where God can hit you with his blessing. So, too often we don't consider being thankful for blessings. Be more ready to thank God looks like or sounds like this. The Lord has been good to me. And if you can say that to yourself, even when things happen that, that aren't the delivery that you expected, you've got to say, the Lord has been good to me. There's lots of things you can be thinking about. And I'm not saying that it's, just, it's, it's positive thinking because it's beyond that. It's not just, well, you just, just think about it and the world's going to change. No. Because sometimes we can be in the midst of some heavy-duty stuff. We're going to look at that in a second. But when you live giving thanks to God, you're sending the devil's deliveries back. You're saying, I'm not having this. So the devil wants you to say, oh, look at the problem I just delivered you. Oh, no, what am I going to do? You say, devil, I'm going to praise God. And he says, well, what am I going to do with this? You're saying, Jesus, I thank you for every circumstance. I thank you that you are bigger than this. The devil just goes, mm. takes it back with him. He wants to leave it where, where it's going to cause you to change your life for the worse. The next thing, this is a really, really powerful one and something that we really need to understand. She's great animations there. Who does these? You've got to redefine the origin of evil. This is probably the most important thing we need to learn in the church. We need to redefine the origin of evil. What that means is where evil comes from. We've got to understand where evil stuff comes from. The origin of evil can never be God. Oops, I don't know what your theology is or what you've come from, what you think, but if God is who he says he is, if Jesus Christ came and gave his life for all our sin, all our baggage, all our rubbish, all our evil that we're capable of, that we don't even need the devil a lot of the time. I don't need the devil's help. I'm pretty bad all, all by myself. He just encourages a little bit here and there. But if Jesus came and gave his life for all of that, he's not the origin of evil. The origin of evil can never be God. And when we know that, it's a game changer in your spiritual life. You won't find yourself blaming God for a delivery that he didn't send. And I'll tell you, you know, our, 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 what is it, our vision as a church? I can't even remember. Our vision at one heart is to be a large, relevant church of mature believers who love our community. And you know something? We, we, we're not going to be mature people if we, we don't even understand the origin of evil. So there's people that, that we hear statements sometimes uh, all around the place um, blaming God for, th for things. And we, if we can understand this, we won't find ourselves blaming God for deliveries he didn't send. Proverbs 19 verse 3, I think I've got that here, says people ruin their lives by their own foolishness and then are angry at the Lord. 
Now, at the end of that, they should have put duh. I think, it, I think it is in the Hebrew. It says duh. But I, I love the word of God because it's so real. It's so now. People ruin their lives by their own foolishness and then are angry at the Lord because I think there's, there's been a, a, a breakdown of, of, of a definition between where evil comes from. Proverbs 19 verse 3 says, uh, oh sorry, <clears throat> sorry, I'll just go back a bit. A big question that we hear a lot is why is God doing this to me? Been around any, any length of time, you'll hear people saying, why is God doing this to me? The answer is, he's not. But if you'll trust Jesus through whatever that delivery was, he will do you good. He will do you good. And sometimes we have a confusion in our life because we thought the delivery came from God. What, what are you trying to teach me, God? In everything, the main thing Jesus wants you to do is, is, is say thanks to him, praise him, trust him. Sometimes we don't have a choice of the deliveries. They, they, sometimes they get, they get dropped off on our doorstep when, when we weren't home and it's just there, waiting. And we didn't have an opportunity to say, no, not this one, send it away. But then that package is there, ta-da! I've come to ruin your life. I've come to rob your joy. I've come to rob your money. I've come to take your wife. I've come to do all these things. And sometimes we don't have control over that. But what we can have is a heart that says, Lord, I want to give thanks to you for other good things that you've done for me. And when we can live like that, we start sending those deliveries back to where they came from. So we got, hang on, Romans. I've got one from Romans here. Romans 8.28 says, and we know that in all things, in every delivery, so to speak, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. I just want to remind you, I can't help but do this. All you young people, all you older people, all you in-between people, all you, all you lovely people, is you have been called for God's purpose. You've been called for God's purpose. Some of you might not even know who God is. But I want to tell you something, that doesn't stop him having a call for your life. you just got to find your way to God. Maybe you can take a step in that direction today, I hope. But redefining the origin of evil, you've got to tell yourself, I am called according to God's purpose. So no matter what delivery turns up, God will turn it for your good. Whatever delivery turns up, God will turn it for your advantage. That's the awesome thing about God. That's the awesome thing about Jesus. And sometimes we think, well, all being a Christian is all about, well, I pray and I'll ask God to give me stuff and I'll ask God to bless me and I'll ask God to, to, to work all this stuff out for me. You know something? The, the main thing that we need to remember is Jesus Christ came to deal with the issue of our sin. I've said this lately. I've got to say it again. And we've got to realize the main function and purpose of Jesus coming was to deal with our sin and the other stuff can be just a bonus. And sometimes we miss the bonus because we kind of want, like the comfort of saying, well, I, I, I like the comfort of some things about God, but I'm not fully committed to him. I just want to, have a, I just want to sort of have an assurance of heaven, but the rest I, I don't want to give to God. You, you never live in the freedom and the power and the authority that you should have in your calling when you live in reservation. 
You've got to live in abandonment to the Holy Spirit and to, and to Jesus in your life. Is this too harsh? Am I being too mean? Redefine the origin of evil. I think it's a really, really important point that we need to remember. <clears throat> Number three. We're whipping through these today. Don't open the delivery. Have you ever done that? You've got something and you, and you didn't know what was in it, but you opened it and you wrecked the packaging and you think, oh, I can't send it back now. You see, I remember a shop that had a sign in it and it said this, lovely to look at, lovely to hold, but if you break it, consider it sold. And so you're thinking, wow, I want to touch everything in this shop, but I'm not going to now. I'm not game to, to touch anything. So basically, it means don't touch, even if it looks so inviting. Some things we just don't have place to touch. We don't need to take off the shelf. We don't need to be, we can look, but don't touch. Now, boys, there's some things you don't even look at. <laughs> Quick correction. So when that delivery of evil arrives, you don't have to own it. Don't open it. Now, our choices influenced by the Lord, that we should have our choices influenced by the Lord. If you're a Christian here today, make your choices influenced by the Lord. Uh, it influ influences our lifestyle, the choices we make and how we live. The way we choose to live uh, establishes the deliveries that we open and the deliveries that we keep, good or bad. And hopefully we, we choose to, to live and discipline ourselves in a way that we, we accept good deliveries from God. And keep the deliveries that Jesus sends you. They're, they're the good ones you want to keep, the good things from God. See, evil deliveries, sorry, uh, I've got to move a few in here. Oh, no. Okay, that's where I want to go. Don't open the delivery because evil deliveries don't look like evil deliveries. They don't always look like that. They look like people talking gossip. They look like negativity. They look like hostility. They look like unforgiveness. They look like dissatisfaction. And they always seem justified. And mostly they come from people. And, and you're always smiling when the del delivery comes. <laughs> See, evil deliveries can be carried into our personal space by those close to us. Come straight in. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Don't be fooled. By those who say, who say such things, it's talking about bad doctrine. Uh, for bad company corrupts good character. And I, you know, there's a saying, I wasn't going to use it tonight, but I can't help it, it fits in really well. It says, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You've really got to, be, you've really got to protect your future by dis, be, being discerning who you've got in your world. I mean, sure, we can have people's uh, certain closeness, but there's some people who are always delivering the, the wrong delivery and you're, you've got them right in there and, and that's taking you away from the purpose and the plan 
and the direction that God would have you go. So be aware of what gets delivered and what you unpack with your friends. I better say that one again. Be aware of what gets delivered and what you unpack with your friends. So you could end up owning things that you should have sent back. And what I'm talking about there is, you know, in, in, in context of life, you're thinking someone comes along and, and you're just having a beautiful lunch together and then suddenly the, the delivery arrives. It's like, oh, have you, heard, have you seen her haircut? Oh, so you start, you start cutting into the gossip. You start getting right into that negativity. You start, you start sinking in because we love it. I love it. I love that. I love that stuff. And I'm telling you, I don't even need much of the devil's encouragement. I'm just like, bro, you got some bad stuff about somebody? Bring it on. But I've got to be aware of what's getting delivered. Because I know that where that's going to take me. Proverbs 13 verse 6 says, Godliness guards the path of the blameless, but the evil are misled by sin. And one of the things we have to uh, be aware of all the time is that distance between sin and where God wants us to be. Jesus Christ can deal with all our sin, all, the, all, all those things. He, he can bundle them all up and package them all up and make them a delivery back to the devil. That's why he came for but choose godliness as the guard for your path. Walk with others who are building great things for God. Find others who encourage you. Find others who speak life into you. Find others who, who are saying, you know what, I, I need to grow. Uh, you know, find those who are saying, I, I want to be part of something that God's doing in the world today. And there are people who can help you to grow and develop. And, and uh, it's a very freedom experience when you're with people who have a common goal to build God's house. So in summary tonight, everyone goes, oh, phew, he is nearly finished. Number one, thank God for the good things. Remember to thank God for good things over all the bad things. Redefine the origin of evil. Don't be op uh, sorry. Don't open the delivery. See, there will be deliveries that you don't have to accept in this life. God will do you good, even though the delivery was evil. As I said before, sometimes there's some deliveries that we can't, we we don't know where they've come from or why they've come, but God will do you good even though the delivery was evil. See, we don't like to receive deliveries that we never ordered from companies or people who we've never heard of. We don't like spam emails or too much junk mail in the letterbox. We don't like that stuff generally. So when it comes to our spirit life and our spiritual health, let's not leave the letterbox open or give out our personal passwords or emails to, to, to spirits that are going to be overloading us with junk stuff. Maybe you've been asking, why is this happening to me? 
Tonight, Jesus wants to take those deliveries of evil and send them back to where they came from. And sometimes there's, there's places and there's people that we step into that we have no place going to. That we have, some people have no place to be in our life. And we need to know where to draw a line that says, I don't go there. I'm not going there anymore. And it takes the bigger person to say, we're not going to talk about that right now. Tonight, Jesus wants to take those deliveries of evil. That's why he came. He wants to lift those things off, of the burdens of those things. So we're going to pray for people tonight. I'm just going to invite you to stand with me here tonight. Because I know Jesus wants to bring breakthrough into our life. He wants to bring breakthrough in our spiritual experience. And perhaps there's some here tonight and you need to uh, come to that place of faith in Jesus Christ where maybe you've heard about God, maybe you've heard about Jesus, but you've never actually come to that place of decision where you say, I'm, I want to live with Jesus. I want to have my sins forgiven. I want to take that step of faith into the kingdom of God. And, and be born again, so, as they say. And perhaps you're here and uh, you need some good deliveries. You need to expect some deliveries from heaven. And you might be thinking, well, how's that going to happen? Because you might be overloaded with life's challenges, things that have been delivered to you unexpectedly unwanted, unordered, they're just, they're just there. The Holy Spirit wants to minister to you today and wants to lift the burden of those things, but it starts by developing an attitude of goodness and thankfulness to God, saying, God, you didn't send this to me. And we've, got to, we've got to stop saying, God, why are you doing this to me? Because God's saying, oh, I'm not doing this to you. But if you trust me with this, I can lead you through it. I can make you stronger. I can, make, I can make you better. And it doesn't mean, well, God, if you just took all the problems away, then, then, then I'd have no worries anymore. But God wants to put strength. He wants to put steel. He wants to put titanium into our spirit so that we can get through this and be stronger and better. So the Holy Spirit is here. And he wants to do something in you. I'm going to ask the musicians to, to, to sing. And uh, I really want to pray for people today. So I'm just going to invite you to come. Coming down the front here is, is just, I guess, a, a signal that you're saying, Jesus, from today, I want, a, I want a different life experience. I want a different life outcome. I want to go from accepting deliveries that aren't mine to accepting everything that you have for me. And I'm sending the deliveries back today that I never ordered and that I never wanted. So if that's you today as we sing, I'm just going to invite you to come and I'm going to pray with you, lay hands on you. Might have some of the team come and help me, some of the leaders, and uh, we'll love to pray with you and just believe God. We're going to take just a couple of minutes to do this tonight. So why don't you come quickly right now and uh, just let the Holy Spirit begin to do something in your life today.